Blog Talk Radio. This is Max Ryan, and you're listening to The Magic of Life here on Blog Talk Radio. I'm so excited to be back. I am back in New York City after a week in the Far East. It has been amazing. I went to Singapore for a week, and I'm so grateful and so thankful that I got to have that trip because it was it was just beautiful. It was a beautiful country, great people. Um, I, if you don't know, I am, my teacher and mentor is Michael Loger, who wrote the book Law of Attraction, and he was doing another certification for trainers there, and I always learn stuff for him, so, um, so I went again and learned a lot of new stuff that I'm going to be able to teach all of you, which I'm excited about, first of all. And if you've never been to Singapore, boy, it is just a beautiful place. It's amazing. And there's so many. The architecture there is incredible. The, you know, sort of the old Singapore and the new Singapore together. And it's a booming city. It's really, it's just building, building, building. And and it's just got a really good vibe. It feels very much like, to me, very much like New York City with not as many people, but a lot of different cultures, a lot of good energy there. So I highly recommend you going to Singapore if you get a chance to go. So, um, so yeah, I, I just really love that. And if you want to see more pictures and videos on Facebook and friend me on Facebook, Facebook, uh, my Facebook name is Max Ryan Coach. So friend me on Facebook. So there's a lot of pictures there and videos. So, so yeah, that was just amazing. I'm very thankful for that. Now, just a couple of things. Um, if you're new to the show and you're new to me, um, my name is Max Ryan. I'm the creator and founder of MaxRyan.net, where I I really help people move um, from a relationship of of fear and competition and anxiety to a relationship in their lives to of love and flow and peace and abundance. And that's what my work is all about. And I use I use a couple of different tools to do well, I have different tools, but main sources to do that to help people. Um I really use the law of attraction a lot with, with people and really understanding what the law of attraction is in their moment-to-moment, day-to-day life. And I also use um, something called A Course in Miracles that dovetails perfectly with the law of attraction and about allowing yourself to be instead of having your ego ru- ruling your life all the time and having all of this crazy insanity in our heads all the time that's just being projected out into the world. The Course in Miracles helps us to to really know who we really are, which is only love, which is only peace, and only joy. And the Law of Attraction um, kicks in when you start to really understand that you are the light of the world, that you are the the source of everything that's happening in your life, that you're co-creating with with actually the the source with a capital S that we're co-creating with that all the time and when we when we become 
more conscious and more deliberate creators in our life, we can really do, have, and be anything that we want to be so that we have this kind of joyful ride in our life. So that's what I am all about. And I do that through this radio show. I do that through one-on-one coaching. Um, I do that in workshops, live workshops and online workshops. Um, So if you're interested in any of that, then just go to maxryan.net. But I'm going to tell you a couple of things that I'm excited about is that um, before I went to Singapore, I released my brand new video series. It's five five, um, lessons and tips for really using the law of attraction in your life. And it's called Manifest with Max. And you can get um, there by just going to manifestwithmax.com. And it's free. And you can sign up and you'll see my, my beautiful face in your computer saying, hi, what's going on? And giving you some really valuable tips about how to use the law of attraction in your life. So I encourage you to go there and and check it out. I'm really proud of it, and I'm going to be doing a lot more video now, which I I'm actually love doing. So please go to manifestwithmax.com. And the other thing is I'm going to be doing um, – if you haven't taken it before, an introduction to mastering the law of attraction. What this is is a a 30 to 45-minute teleclass. You just call in on your phone, and um, it is all about understanding what the law of attraction is, what it is not, and what your vibration is, because it's all about vibration in the law of attraction. So you want to... um, really learn, if you want to really learn about why you might be getting the results you're getting in your life, it's a great class. It's free. And I teach you about one thing that's in the law of attraction um, world is not taught a lot of is how to reduce or eliminate negative vibrations that you're having. That's very important because if you're having a negative vibration, you know, unconsciously, then no matter what you're going to try to create consciously, it's going to be very difficult. It's going to be very difficult. So one of the main tools I teach in this free class is how to start to eliminate or reduce your negative vibrations. So go to um, maxryan.net under Law of Attraction, and you can sign up for the classes. I'm going to do three of them. It's going to be October 24th, November 1st, and November 5th. You can take one or you can do all three, okay? So so whatever you want is all good. So just sign up and you'll get all the information to, to call in. All right? Cool. Um, so that's all the stuff that I'm doing. And if, if you're interested in doing one-on-one coaching, you can sign up for a laser coaching session to see if we, we'd be a fit that I can really um, be a partner in your life to help you to really manifest and really attract the things that you want in your life. And I'm just very blessed because I have great clients, really wonderful clients that teach me as much as I teach them, I think. Okay? All right. So um, that's... That's the business for the day. That's the business. Well, today, um, before we read our card, I always pick a card from the well-being deck. And 
the today I have a very special guest. My my friend and colleague Sandy Peters is going to be on, and she's going to be talking about her very personal story about her near death experience and how that near death experience has really changed her life and how she's teaching others the lessons that she's learned from that. So she's going to be on after the little bit of break. I'm really looking forward to that. So if you'd like to call in to the show, um, call in at 347-215-6826. That's 347-215-6826 to to ask Sandy or I a question or to comment about what we might be talking about. Okay? All right. And also there's the chat room, and i got to look at the chat room and – Oh, Sandy's in there. Hi, Sandy. <laughs> Sandy. Sandy is a, a multitasker. She's already in there. Great. Um, hi, Max. <laughs> hi, um, Wendy and DJ and Allie and everyone there. Awesome to see you. Awesome to see you. Um, cool. So if you're in there, I will definitely be um, be um, in there talking to you a little bit by little bit, but it's hard for me to talk and type at the same time. All right. Okay. Um, I just want to look at something really quickly. You have something playing in the background about Singapore. Hmm. I'm not sure. Let's see. Is there something playing in the background? Maybe you can hear the outside. Maybe I need to shut my window. (laughs) You can hear New York City on the outside. Maybe. I'm not sure. Let me know if that's what it is, if it's background noise. Um, but I'm just going to move on. Just tell me in the chat room if there's background noise and you can't hear me. That would be great. Um, otherwise, I'm going to, we're going to pick a card. I always pick a card from this deck because this, this deck has a lot of information in it that I believe in and that I love to teach. And it is the well-being card deck from Abraham Hicks. Okay. All right. Let's see. This card. Let's see. Wow. Okay. This card is, I'm not here to fix anything. I'm here for fun. I love that. Okay. Now, oh, I think that we've done this card before, but I love it. I love it, love it, love it, love it. Because, um, okay, so I'm just going to read the card all the way through. I'm not here to fix anything. I'm here for fun. All right? And the back of the card says, you are not here to fix anything. Because nothing is broken, but everything is continually changing and expanding. Release your struggle and seek joy and fun. And in doing so, you will align with the fantastic, expanding rhythm of this universe. It is so true, so true. We aren't here to fix anything. We are not here to fix anything. We are here to look at the insanity of the world, the craziness of the world, and see it for what it is. It's insanity. It is an illusion. It's not real at a, at a very significant level. It is not real. What is real is our well-being, is our, is, as the Course in Miracles would teach us, that only love is real. Only that passion, that love, that well-being, that growth, that joy that, that is underneath, that is what re- is real. Everything else that we want to change, that we want to shift, that we want to organize. That's sort of not real stuff. What is real is 
that underlying vibration that all of us come from, that all of us are, that is beyond all of this craziness that is going on in our head. And you know, it says release your struggle and seek joy and fun. And we don't have to seek it, we just have to be it actually. And releasing the struggle, releasing the competition in our life is so important because what it is is really all about forgiveness forgiving the world for being what it is forgiving the insanity okay i can forgive that insanity for being what it is you know this situation with my job the situation with that relationship i forgive it and once we forgive it or we forgive ourselves for for being very very hard on ourselves that we're supposed to be somewhere that we're not that we are supposed to be a different person than we are but if we can release that and and I, I believe one of the, the most powerful tools and most, I, I think, one of the only tools to really get to that release is to forgive. We hold judgment on the world. We hold judgment on other people. We hold judgment on ourselves especially. So if we can release that and say, I don't need to fix anything. I just need to forgive it. I just need to forgive it for being the way it is. You know, the Buddha says that, you know, um, suffering is basically, suffering is that we want the world to be different than what it is. So accept the world for what it is. Don't fix it. Accept it. Forgive it. Say, that's the way it is. And as soon as you do that, your vibration shifts. And when your vibration shifts, you, you come back to yourself, which is love, which is peace, which is joy. So, release the struggle and seek and be the joy and the fun. And in doing so, you align with a fantastic, expanding rhythm of this universe. Because that's all there is. That is all there is. Okay? All right. Great. So, just remember, we don't have to fix anything. We don't. As soon as we can let go of this, you know this sword that we're holding on the world. You know, the Course in Miracles says that we're holding a sword over our head or our brother's head all the time, which means that we're always waiting for it to fall. Like, who's going to get hurt? Am I going to hurt them or are they going to hurt me? Let that go. And when you let that go, you can really live in, in just flow and joy and peace. And that's what I, I hope for all of you. Okay? All right, so we're going to take a little bit of a break and play a little bit of a song. And we are going to come back with the amazing story of Sandy Peters and her near-death experience and, and all the lessons that she has to teach us. And, and once again, if you would like to call in with a question or a comment, the number here is 347 6826 347-215-6826. This is Max Ryan, and we'll be right back with Sandy Peters.
Hello and welcome back to the magic of life. This is Max Ryan, and I'm here in New York City, and I have actually closed my window, so it probably sounds a little bit better, Um, although I probably was sounding loud and clear from what people were saying. People were saying they love that card that that I pulled, so I loved it too. And that song actually is called Freedom, which I just love, and it's all about freedom. We just need freedom, freedom from the struggle, freedom from the chaos, because that's who your natural self is your natural self is free so get in touch with that get in touch with that I love it and I'm sure that my guest today has a lot to say about freedom and getting in touch with who we really are and she is an amazing teacher she's um, a holistic coach she is a psychic and she has become my friend I love her so much her name is Sandy Peters Sandy are you here I am here. Oh, how are you? <laughs> I am doing very well, thank you. And oh. I'm just I'm really excited to be here with you because I absolutely adore you and just from the very first time I met you. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> and Sandy has a wonderful show on Parax Radio called Soul Chat and I've been on her show and so I was like, "Oh my gosh, you have to come and more people have to to hear your story and hear your voice because you really are like a healing force in the world, Sandy." I love it. And so are you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) We're a match. We're a vibrational match. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) So, Sandy, you know, you've written books, you teach, you do intuitive work. But a lot of this um, comes from um, a lot of your your near-death experience, right? Absolutely. And you know something? I'd like to start with a dream that I had a couple nights ago, and I think it's going to resonate with somebody in your in your listening audience today. Sure, sure. Um, I love your message at the beginning of the program. I think it was absolutely beautiful, and I love um, what you were discussing about freedom and self-acceptance. And speaking of self-acceptance, I had a dream where, you know, I was driving, it was in the middle of the night, and I was driving with my husband, and it was like we were searching. We were searching for something. I don't know what, you know how dreams go sometimes. You don't really know where it's going. And so we ended up picking up this baby. Now, if anybody knows my personal story, I can't have my own children uh, due to various illnesses that I have. But I did end up picking up a child, and I looked at the child's face, And in that moment, I I started kissing this child all over its face Mm. and just hugging her and squeezing her and and showing her all this love. And I realized that baby was me. Mm. Wow. And in that moment, in that dream, I, for the first time, I think, in my life, experienced total, complete self-acceptance. Wow. That is beautiful. That's beautiful. Wow. Yes. And the next day I called my mother to verify. I said, Mom, I said, is there a picture of me as a child with a little knitted pink dress and I'm sitting there with the little baby shoes and I have my hair kind of like in a little ponytail on top of my head with a bow and all of this? And she said, yes, you do. She said, it's it's in my hallway with that whole collection. And and I'm going to go get that picture, that image, because for me, again, it was the – the realization of, of self-acceptance for the first time. And it's very important that we accept ourselves without judgment. Yeah, it's so true. And it, 
you know, sometimes it takes, it takes, you know, that's our source. That's who we really are. But, you know, all of like what I was saying before is that, you know, the, the ego or the craziness of the world can keep us away from that. And, and our job, I believe our job is to always go, remember who you are. Who are you? You are that little girl. You are that pure love. You are the light of the world. And if we can be from that, then anything, everything flows from that on. And when we have the blocks to that is when we start getting crazy. Crazy, <laughs> right? Oh, absolutely. And Well, and my, my life has been just a journey, an incredible journey. You know, I'm a 40-something. Um, I've been through a lot in my life. And, you know, I came into this world with great fear. Um, I had terrible panic disorder um, the majority of my life. Mm-hmm. And it just paralyzed me. Even as a small child, you know, I, I'm an asthmatic. And I had some serious, um, you know, acute asthma, like, cases where, you know, I had to go in the ambulance. And it was really scary. And I just lived my life in fear, you know, even as a child. Um, my, my family's from, from Zimbabwe and, um, I had traveled to Zimbabwe as a kid and even though I was young and I don't remember everything on a conscious level, on an unconscious level, um, I believe that I've, I learned a lot and because those people and the tribal people of Zimbabwe, um, are very accepting and very open to psychic work and psychic healing and, um, and I was exposed to that at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. being brought back to the United States, um, you know, I, as a small child, I also had a near-death experience. And even at the age of five, um, I remember laying there and I could see the other side. I could see people milling about. And I knew that, you know, that it was just, you know, on a different plane. Yeah. And I, yeah. me- I remember telling my mother, it's okay if I die because I know I'm still going to be here and I'm going to, I'm going to wait for you, Mom. Mm. And so nice. even at, yeah, at that age. Yeah, and, you know, because, I mean, it makes sense because for a lot of reasons, I mean, you were, you were in an environment where, where that, that was accepted. And then also because when we're, when we're young children, we're closer, we're closer to, you know, the, the thinness of the veil, I should say, is, is much more thin because we've just come from there. We, we haven't had all this stuff in front of us. So it's easier for us to go, oh, look, there's the, I have, I have very similar experiences as you, is that I'm like, oh, I'm not from here. This is not my home. <laughs> I'm a stranger right. here, actually. <laughs> this is not where I'm supposed to be, but I'm here now. So <laughs> let's figure it out. But but it's very true, and, and I think that sometimes those experiences when we when the when the veil gets very thin and we can actually really sense and be with with all that is that's what I why I always call it that sometimes that that can be a, it can be very scary to some people but it actually is our key to our peace don't you think oh there there's no doubt in my mind and mm-hmm. you know it's my hope of hope that you know somehow in my story that I I can bring peace to other people because you know again I, I would say around junior high age and such that kind of thing, I became closed off to my intuition and I started to navigate more from the ego side. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I started to realize that I had these um, autoimmune diseases and I was very ill. I lost people in my life. I had my, my boyfriend had committed suicide. Nice. And in, in that moment, um, I had spoken to him right before he had shot himself. And in that moment, 
that I, when I realized he was gone, um, I started to wonder what life was about. But yet still being closed off to the whole idea of it. You know, I couldn't see the forest. I just saw the details, mm-hmm. the details of it. You know, what do people want me to be? You know, mm-hmm. what should I do in college? What, what, how do I have to mold myself so people will like me? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's... That's how I lived my life in most of my 20s, and I was sick, and I, I didn't really take care of myself, and, you know, and then going into my 30s, I became sicker yet, mm. um, and so I remember being so angry with God at one point that I took a cross around my neck, and I threw it into the foyer in anger, pure anger, mm. And I said, what is this all about? You know, why am I so sick? Why can't I have children? Why? It's not fair. Life is not fair. Right, right, right. Yeah, of and course. And so I was coming from, you know, anger and and just not understanding, you know, why me? Poor me. Mm-hmm. But why not me? Yeah, yeah. You know, why not? And yeah. so, you know, and that's when um, there was some years passed, but then I had my the near-death experience that changed my whole way of being and my whole way of looking at things and viewing things. And um, the first chapter in my book, Butterfly Soul, it's called Knocked on My Ass. (laughs) I love that. And so I I believe God had to knock me on my ass to get me to realize, listen, hey, listen, you're not in the driver's seat. I am. Just let go. Yeah. Mm Life yeah. can be better. You can be healthy if you want it. You can be happy if you want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how did and 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 how did that 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 came to be because of this near death experience? You you think that the near death experience was the knock the kick in the butt, the knock in the ass? That was my the kick in the butt that I needed. Mm. Um, I was actually supposed to die. I wasn't supposed to come out of that. Um, I'm supposed to be in heaven right now. I'm not supposed to be here with all of you. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, and I'll, and I'll tell you because I had a synchronicity. Um, I've had a few, I have a lot of them, but there were a few that really stand out to me to prove to me that you could, you could be dead right now, but you're not. And mm-hmm. so use your time wisely. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That kind of like, wake up. Hello. Hello, <laughs> kind of, oh, you need to wake up. Now, do you think I just want to ask you this? I'm I'm a firm believer that that we that what we um experience in our life is is exactly a vibrational match to what we are. And so whatever we're experiencing is is exactly what somehow is happening internally is happening externally. Our experiences, our people in our life or whatever, all of those things. So do you think that that um, on that level, you were you were vibrating with the resonance of okay, it's I've come to a place where I need another way, and then it was shown to you. Absolutely yes, I would mm-hmm. say right after the near death experience. Now coming out of the near death experience, I was in a wheelchair for a little while. I had a lot of swelling in my lungs, and I had to heal. And so I took that whole. I was a school teacher, a high school science teacher, and it took me some time to heal Mm -hmm. and during that time I was reflecting out what I had in me which was a lot of chaos and so my world was turned upside down even more Mm -hmm. but in the middle of that um, I started to realize that wait a minute 
you know, I'm starting to see with a little bit more clarity, there's something more to this world. There's something more to life. I, I need to enjoy life. I need to enjoy my husband, uh, my family, and, and every single day. I don't think I was living um, my my daily life with gratitude. I was just, you know, just a type A personality. You know, I just really wasn't, you know, living on a soulful level, which was wrong. It was wrong for me personally because mm-hmm. it, it made me even more ill. Yeah, right, 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 right. But don't you? But don't you believe that that you because because you went through that because your your spirit was choosing to go through all of that stuff that your understanding of the other side of how things could be is that much more profound. It is more profound because mm-hmm. at the moment, the death process itself was extremely painful. Um, you know, some people might say, oh, you know, I was floating out of my body. No, I was in complete and utter agony. Mm-hmm. Um, I mm-hmm. was struggling to breathe. It was like breathing underwater with a straw. Oh, God. Yikes. And so, I, you know, I felt sick and awful, and I lost my hearing, and I couldn't speak, and I couldn't see. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was pretty frightening. Yeah. Um, And that's when, you know, God started to speak to me. It was like a knowing through telepathy. Yeah, of course. And so in that moment, though, I felt nothing. My body relaxed, and I felt no pain, no suffering, Mm -hmm. no nothing. Mm -hmm. And so that experience I've brought with me. Yeah. And And do you you think that um, that experience was that... Was that when you say there was no pain, there was no suffering, and all of that? Is that do you believe in in that moment? Though that is when you became one with Source again. Absolutely, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. And he and he told me through my thoughts to let go, to let go, because I had always been such a control freak. I was controlling everything. I was even trying to control my own death. Mm-hmm. And so I had to let go of that. But when I came back. And when I decided to release and let go and let God, that's when the ambulance showed up. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know, so, I mean, that is exactly what in life really what happens to us when we finally just go, just let it go. The answer always comes or the solution always comes. <laughs> when when we are trying and trying and figuring out and trying to struggle and we when we can just exactly what we were talking about with that card is you can just let go of the struggle and stop it for just even a nanosecond. Your vibration shifts and when you know the there's a really wonderful quote that says, you know, you cannot uh Deschardin said this, we cannot solve a problem at the level at which the problem has been created. Right. So once we let go then we're in a different um, energetic level, and then a solution will come, or we will perceive or see the solution or whatever it is. Does that make sense? Absolutely makes sense. And that's what happens. You have, yes, you have to rise above in order to be able to sort things out. And I know when I was healing um, from the near-death experience, I was healing and the, the, with the swelling and everything. I decided one day, because I'm, I'm an artist, I love to paint. So I was sitting in my office painting, and it's something that I hadn't done in years. But I thought, you know, I just feel compelled to do it. And I started to look for all my paints and things, and I got them, got them out. And, and I thought to myself, I'm going to paint my soul with mm-hmm. no judgment, 
no pain, no nothing. I'm just going to paint my soul, and this is the way it's going to look. And I just let let it go, and I just started painting, and I and I started add one color and another color and another color, and for the first time, I could see that I had a whole soul. I wasn't just seeing the, the distinct colors, but I saw the blend of them, which so beautifully made me. Oh, that's awesome. That's so wonderful. I love that because, you, it, you know, the Course in Miracles talks about a miracle is our shift in our perception. And when we, we can shift our perception, we see with the eyes of, of the source. We see through the eyes of the source. And if you can see yourself as a whole being, and it's it's so interesting. I just want to point this out for the listeners that at the beginning of when the talk, you talked about that dream of really sensing self-love and really getting it of the self-love piece. And and it's all a process, Sandy, because what you have gone through, even with painting that picture of your soul, that, that brought you closer to who you are. And everything brought you closer to who you really are. And then so so little by little by little, we, we become more of who we really are. And this dream is adding on to who you really are. Correct? Oh, there, there's no doubt in my mind. And I want to say something, too, and this is very important, and I feel very important for one of your listeners is that, when you start to change, and change is the essence of life, yes, if nothing ever changed, there would be no butterflies. Amen, sister. Okay, and that's a beautiful quote, unknown quote. Um, but you have to allow yourself to change. And once you start that process, when mm-hmm. you really let go and start the process, you cannot go back. No, and you can't. I, wanna, I just want to make a quick statement about something that happened because I was a school teacher for some time and trained in the sciences. And so I decided to, it was time to resign, which was very hard for me because the children had nominated me their favorite teacher. And Mm. I just, I can't have my own children. So it was a way that I could give back and connect. And I just love their energy. So I resigned. And I was just so, so incredibly fearful about it. And I, the day that I resigned from that, um, I, I was driving my resignation to the board office, and a voice said, don't go, just call them. Hmm. And so uh, very obediently, I, I turned my car around, went back home, and I decided to call them because that's what the voice had said. So I called them, and, and I said, you know, I'm resigning. And they were like, oh, well, they didn't care. And so, <laughs> oh, God. Thanks. Thanks. I was like, thanks. Thanks for that. But that was an affirmation that, indeed, it was time for me to change, time for me to move on. Uh-huh. Um, and then the voice said, this is really funny. And I've been dreaming about Archangel Michael, and I truly believe it was him. But he said, go to the coffee shop. And I, and I said, go to the coffee shop? My goodness, I just resigned from a job that I loved, a life. An old life is now being shed from me, and now I've got to go to a coffee shop. <laughs> okay. So I don't even like coffee. Okay, so, <laughs> so I decided, okay, here I go to the coffee shop. So I started driving, and there are many coffee shops, but I, but intuitively I decided, oh, this has got to be the one. So I drove there, got some hot tea, again, because I hate coffee. And so I went to where they have the cream and the sugar, and there was a card there. Now, the voice had told me there was going to be a message just for me. And so I pick up this card, and on the card, this artist had painted a phoenix flying into the sun. (laughs) This is what the card, are you ready? This is what the card said, oh, my gosh. When I picked it up, I just started crying. The card said, 
be it a limitation of the mind, heart, or reality, the limitation is only the beginning. There is always something to push against or wriggle through, something to transform. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I love that. It's so true. It's so true. I love it. And I love that you followed the voice. You followed the voice. And you had, the, you know, I mean, you had the courage on some level to say, oh, I don't know. I'm just going to go do it. And when we do that, look, life is always God or the source or whatever. It's always lined up perfectly to say, I'm supporting you. It's all good. Keep going. Keep going. Right. Oh, totally, totally agree mm-hmm. with that. And yeah. and right before my near death experience, and then in 2006, and even now, I still get these messages. I'm incredibly intuitively open to them, and mm-hmm. and seeing the lights and such. But you being open is this new way of life. It's a totally yep. new way of being. It is. It is. It stops the struggle. It stops the craziness. It's like, you know, and you and you don't try to pre-plan everything and organize it all because you know that that when we get in vibrational resonance with source energy, it, everything is lined up perfectly for us. It's all I mean, there's still things in the world that happen, but you're in a completely different energetic space. So, so everything flows, right? It totally does flow. It does. And the other day, I felt guided to go to this local, it was like a little gift shop. And so I went in there, and I knew there was going to be something in there, some sort of message in there. So I went into this local shop, and it's so cute and has butterflies and plaques and quotes and things. And so the first thing I picked up was like a little coaster, and it says, Life is all about how you handle Plan B. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. That is so great. That's so true, too. It's like, you know what? Our plan A never works. <laughs> our plan A, and most of us said the reason that our lives are like screwed up is that we're holding on to that plan A like no one's business. It's like, oh, with the, the, you know, the nails on the edge of the cliff going, plan A is going to work. I swear it's going to work. And what you said earlier, it's like, you know, it's like that, that Carrie Underwood song. You're like, you know, Jesus or whatever. You just got to let go. Jesus, take the wheel. I need to be the, the passenger here because your plan A is going to drive you into crazy world. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt in my mind. And no But you doubt. know something? It, it's like. Plan A definitely will not work for me. It's it's over, mm-hmm. it, it's gone, it's done. But yep. you know, it does. It has really contributed to who I am today because I have, you know, my science degrees and my and my masters in teaching. Mm-hmm. But you know, now I'm more going towards the non-traditional. The traditional right. has helped, and I've of learned course. a lot. Of course. Um, but here I am. You know, I was trained in the sciences. I worked in the sciences. Worked as a teacher, but now I'm working as a psychic to help people, you know, connect to the other side, connect to their loved ones, and connect to their soul, because I do soul connect readings. And so for me, um, you know, allowing myself to do that was a big, huge deal. Because I used to have, I mean, I have a lot of talks with God. Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? If so, please give me an affirmation, because this is scary for me. This is new. This is change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it's been a very difficult difficult road. Uh, um, but well, I've had a 
you know, I was just going to say that um, real quickly, and then we're going to have to take a break, and we'll come back and we'll take some calls. But I was going to say, you know, The Course in Miracles talks about the very beginning that we all come here with a highly individualized curriculum. No none, no two of us in this form is is the same. So so our highly individualized curriculum is the experiences in our life that make us who we are. And so we always, like, you obviously have had this in, very individualized curriculum of your life, that has yeah. brought you to where you are because, you know, without that, that scientific, logical mind, I'm sure that your intuitive mind wouldn't be as strong. The one supports the other on some level, right? Right, yeah, absolutely. And, yet, and you have to, you know, and we have to see the perspective of it. So we're going to take a little bit of a break, Sandy. I'll play a little music and then we'll come back okay. with some some callers. What do you think? Wonderful. Awesome, awesome. Okay, everyone, so you're listening to The Magic of Life. This is Max Ryan. We're going to come back and take some callers. Um, We're going to play a little song, and we will be right back with the amazing Sandy Peters. Welcome back to The Magic of Life. This is Max Ryan, and I'm here with my wonderful, great guest, Sandy Peters. Sandy, are you there? Sandy, are you there? Hello? 
Sandy, are you there? Hello? Can you hear me? <laughs> Am I on? Are we on? Huh. Hello? Can you hear me? I think you unmuted the wrong person. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, who's this? My name is Pearl. Hey, Pearl, hold on one second, okay? Sure. Did, did you want to make ask a question? Yes, I did. Okay, hold on, Pearl. I'm going to bring Sandy on, okay? Okay. Sandy, is that you? I'm here. You're here. I'm no Switch longer forward. muted. Yay. You're no longer muted. Yay. Hello. <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome back, everyone. You're listening to The Magic of Life. And um, Pearl is on the line. And Pearl, do you have a question for Sandy or a comment for either of us? Well, I have a question, and it's about letting go. And oh. I would like to let go of a piece of property that I grew up on. I inherited a percentage of it. But there's others involved, and we all have to agree. And I'm wondering if you see me um, being able to get the property surveyed and my portion sold, or maybe you have some advice for me. Go ahead, go I'm ahead. saying Sandy, a word of judgment. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, judgment what? around it? I'm in judgment around it? No, I said I'm saying the word judgment around it, and I think I feel something with the other people that are connected to the property as well. Um, I know that uh, my aunt is very, you know, she doesn't want neighbors, so she she wouldn't agree to it. Um, I don't know if I could get her to agree to it, but there's a lot of control that that she, um, I think she would exercise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel, um, just let me chime in here for a second. I feel that there is definitely, there's a there's a block of energy with this situation mm-hmm. and that this block of energy is your teacher, Pearl. This block of energy is teaching you that what you think that you might want might not be what you want. <laughs> Does that make sense? Right. Do you sense that, Sandy? There has to be some kind of mutual understanding of, yeah. about the situation, and I think you need to reach out and do that. And I think that everything else will follow more smoothly after that. Mm-hmm. And so rather than just saying, I went done with it, I went rid of it, you have to take a look at the, the situation as a whole and the people that are involved. Yeah. And I think once you do that and take that into account, I think it, it'll let go a lot more easily. And I think that part of there's, you know, also – some sort of tug that once you let go of that property, you're letting go of that. I don't know. There's kind of some kind of heart tug or something, and once you let go of that as well. So there, yeah, I sense that there's a that it's the the block that I'm feeling is the right. the fear of moving into the next part of your life. Yes. Does that make sense, Pearl? Yeah, but I don't think it's just me. I think they kind of have that too. It's letting go of what once was. I want to. Exactly. I want to. It, it is true, but everyone that's in our life is reflecting us on mm-hmm. some level too. Yeah. So it's not. I just think true. I would they have, have like an too. easier time, but I think that they would be just heartbroken. Yeah. It's yeah. sort of a, a melancholy thing, and it's sort of you know you look back in, in hindsight. At, at what has been in the past, and so 
you know, moving through that is very liberating and it's sometimes, you know, it is very difficult in the process because life changes and with changes, sometimes you, you let go of not only property, but you let go of people. Mm-hmm. And so it's the letting go of the people and the past and what has the connections that is sometimes difficult, even though you feel like you're ready, you're ready on a lot of levels. And so, you know, anytime you let go, it's a grieving process. And so you have to, uh, you know, come to terms with that and and grieve that in your own way. Mm -hmm. And so, and I think the first step is definitely kind of coming together and reaching some side. It's a mutual goal. It's a mutual thing. So I think you need to come to terms with that with the other people involved. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Does that help, Pearl? Yes, thank you. Good. Okay. We're sending you our love. Yes. You're Bye. welcome. Have okay. a lovely day. All right. Talk to you soon. Yeah, you're 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 so right, Sandy, and that you know sometimes we the letting go process is you know we have to go. Okay, this is letting letting the old die to, so the new can come in, and and switching our vibration, and sometimes that means that people or experiences start to vibrate out of uh, of alignment with us that had been in alignment with us, and and that's Absolutely. okay because that's what you know. I always say that everything is a process in life. We don't ever get there. There's no there there, so we have to pro, we have to keep going through the process. And there's a always a letting go, but the 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 great part of letting go is that you are birthed to a new, you are birthed to something new. Oh, absolutely! It's, it's every moment is like a rebirth process, and so and part of letting go is is about forgiveness, and when you when it involves connections with other people. You know that that's also a piece of the puzzle. And once you can truly forgive them and forgive yourself, and that that's part of it, you'll be able to move into more freedom. And letting go is is, is easier. It's exactly. not easy, but it's easier. It's easier, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not easy because sometimes it's hard for me to forgive people that have hurt me yeah. in some way. Mm-hmm. I'm very sensitive. You know, I'm a Taurus woman. I'm very sensitive. I have a big heart, and I trust with my whole heart. And I, I you know, I have to remind myself to step back and, and assess the situation, and you know, and allow myself to love. But also, um, there's an air of protection, you know. I think. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, I think that we we all have that to a certain extent. And the the key to that is to say to say, you know, what people do or what they don't. It's it's their it. It's it's their ego, it's their craziness that's doing that thing or hurting. It's the source of who they are is is the light of God, and so if we can see that, and then it makes it a little easier to go, oh, okay, that's their craziness, and but their source of who everyone like we all are. We have our craziness. I don't know about you, Sandy, but I got my craziness. Um, <laughs> and um, but so mm-hmm. if we can see beyond that craziness in other people and go, they are the light of God, just like I am the light of God, then suddenly. You go, oh, okay, it's okay. I can, I can forgive that a little bit. It's okay. Well, sometimes I have to step back. I'm like, am I making this decision with ego mm-hmm. or my higher self? Yeah, exactly. So I always say, do I want to be right or do I want to be peaceful? Or do I want, I want to be happy? Yeah. So, all right, should we take another caller? Absolutely. Okay, we're going to go to 970 area code 682. Hello? Max. Hello, who's this? 
It's Susan. How are you? Susan Ritter. How are you? Long time Hello. no hear. <laughs> um, Sandy, this is Susan. Hi, Susan. Hi, Sandy. Do you have How a comment you? or a question, Susan? Well, it can be for either one of you. It mm-hmm. is a question. And, um, you know, Max knows me pretty well, and he knows that, um, you know, I've been on my own journey for a while. And Can I say I something am... real quick before you say any more? Sure. I'm getting the words, what's done is done. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to share that with you, what's done is done. So okay. in other words, there's something there's something along your journey that you've just put to bed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and um, also you know the whole thing about uh, letting go and and uh, mm-hmm. getting very clear about what it is that you want and then just trusting and allowing. Um, I've gotten so much better at that. Mm-hmm. My question for both of you, either one of you, is. How do you deal with the subconscious? Because when you know during waking hours, it mm-hmm. is you know relatively um, it, it's relatively easy for me to get in in the higher vibration. Mm-hmm. But you know that subconscious, your story, I guess, for lack of a better word, that's you know so deeply ingrained. Um, you know, during sleeping hours or, or oh, for yeah. me, mm-hmm. for me lately, what it's been, I've been sleeping really well, but when I wait, it's when I wake up, it's like heart palpitations and, you know, sort of like, wait a second, then I have to sort of calm myself down and remember who I really am. But it, I know that, you know, our story, our program is so ingrained in our subconscious, um, and it's just easier for me to deal with it when I'm. It would be a lot easier if I didn't have to sleep. Okay. You know, then I could. Well, right. Well, can I just? But chime unfortunately, in here? we do, right. and and that's that's when the, you know, like when you're a little kid, the monsters come out. Of course, of course. Can I just chime so in I here for a second? No, I was wondering. Sure. Okay. Well, first thing, I totally, I totally relate to, and I understand that that kind of fear and waking up in that fear and everything. But there's a belief system that I want you to just look out for a second. You have an underlying belief that your subconscious is is, is somehow going to keep coming up and ruling your life. Or, or getting in your way. There's a belief there. Does that make sense? That sub, the subconscious is that the, that's what it's supposed to do. That's a belief that you have. Right. Yeah. So we need to let go of that belief because that belief is what's going to create more of it. So if we can go, oh, wait a second, if what I'm experiencing in the world is is what my belief system is, then that belief, because it's not always true. That's not always true. There's many people that have subconscious that, that that are not getting in their way. There's people that are, are, are living their life with a subconscious that doesn't get in their way or doesn't make them have fear. Yours mm-hmm. is right now. Yeah. But if, we can, if you can somehow I think say, it's part of the ego, a, too, because yeah. it's like yeah. it, yeah. it's my that, ego. That it, it's like stuck. I want to rise up, and the, it's like the ego with the big hand on my head, like going, mm-hmm. no, you need to be pushed down. You, you need to stay there. You need to stay where you are. Right, right. Does that make sense? Yeah, because the ego doesn't want you to change, and that's so why you're waking up. So I guess I was right. Like, my question <laughs> was, if if you guys have any sort of concrete tips that for you know right. dealing 
with this. One thing like that, even like things that you can do before. I mean, I sure. pray before I go to bed. I you know Absolutely. affirmations. I I do a little bit of EFT. Um, and and you know some nights it, it's fine, but then other nights like this morning out of nowhere it just was like this this. Uh, it's like I didn't even know where I was. When I, I, I want to say something real quickly because in, in my in my book I wrote about. Um, my path and about my visions that I'd been having for my life. And I'd been having these vivid dreams. Now I really wasn't having these vivid dreams before my near death experience, but you know, anytime somebody is undergoing a, an awakening or transformation, they, they tend to have a more active dream life. Now, are they remembering all these dreams? Maybe not. Um, maybe when you, when you pray at night, ask that you not only remember your dreams, but you can learn something from them. You can take something away from them. Mm-hmm. My grandmother in Africa used to keep um, a dream journal, which is something mm-hmm. that I've done since mm-hmm. 2006. And what I've learned is that is when you weave them together, they start to create a story. And sometimes they're precognitive and they can tell you about things that are coming up. But when you really start to delve in and take a look at the different pieces and fragments of the unconscious or in your dreams, they're not so scary after all. I think it's trying to teach you something. I, I keep feeling there's something doubt. Like there's mm-hmm. something doubtful inside of you, and that you, you that you that you're moving past that. I mean, look at me. I'm 43, and I'm still I'm moving into a place of accept, self acceptance about who mm-hmm. I am and what I believe. And so, you know, at, in this human journey, we're forever unfolding, we're forever evolving. That's just part of the journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, you know, I say don't fear it, but embrace that you are moving into a better place, and that you can learn from parts of these dreams hopefully you can remember them yeah yeah yep. i've never i've never been able to remember my dreams so uh, um, so so hold on we we're going to have to go very soon but um um we just want to wrap up here because we're going to get cut off everyone i just i don't i hate to to do this but um really quickly you you started talking about your story so just say that this start telling yourself that this is your story of processing to your light yeah this is your story of processing to your light susan Okay. Telling yourself that. That's what's happening to you. And it's true. Okay? Yeah. All right. I wanted to, um, thank you, Susan, so much thank for calling. Thank you, Max. We'll, Thanks. We'll be in touch for sure. Oh, you're welcome. Nice to connect with you. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off, everyone. I want everyone to know how to get in touch with Sandy. Sandy, where, how can they get in touch with you? Okay, guys. Um, just go to sandy.com. That's www.sandyeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeee